This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Catch me talking like you did last. Oh. Yes, we did. <laughs> Hey everyone, you're live with the Overland Podcast. I'm Joey, and this is Tony. Tony. What's up? The bats off roadie. Yeah, Tony with the bats off road. Um, man, how's your week going? Uh, it has been kind of a crap show. Yeah, same yeah. here. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the the universe has been awful this this past week and yeah. so we're gonna but we're gonna march our way through it yeah we'll just have to do what you can you know yeah. do what you can i have That's had right. some good things happen um in personal life and work has been just one idiot after another so you know it's a lot like uh some of our overlanded events but anyway uh we won't talk about that uh but i have i'm just here chilling uh guess what i'm drinking tonight you drinking coffee? I got you, me some that's the, Muddy I'm Mary's you, what listen, I'm drinking this, this week. Coffee, so that coffee is so good. You know, I usually drink coffee in the mornings. Here's to you. Yeah. I have started occasionally, not every day, but I have actually started drinking coffee in the evenings. Well, here's, uh, I, I, you it's know, so and I've, star- I've started so something good. new, too, uh, since since we have met our friends at Logic Overland. Right. Um. So I fixed me in my in my new brew trick French press. Yeah, uh, I, fr- I fixed me a black coffee in the morning. It helps, you know. I listen to my book, or read my Bible a little bit, sit there and enjoy the quiet, watch the sun come up before yeah. the chaos starts. Right. And uh, and then I usually come home about ten o'clock or so, and uh, let the dog out. And then I fix me another one, and I add creamer. To my second one. What? I know. Isn't that crazy? You're not a cream guy. I'm not. But you know what? It's like a dessert after the main course. And so that's that's pretty fun. See? It's pretty fun. I love it. Absolutely love it. But uh, that's the way I do it. So what creamer? Uh, I have got, my wife got me some sugar-free caramel macchiato. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the caramel marchinato. Yeah. Yeah, she she tries something different every time and I think I've got a uh I think I've got something with uh, coconut or something in it at the at the at the office but Yeah. Yeah, this is good stuff. I right. love this. But yeah. uh, I got my I got my cup, got my coffee. I got everything going on and we are fixing to delve off into 
They still hate because it's coming. Let's do it, man. I'm excited. Here we go. Thank you for watching or listening to the Overland Podcast. We're excited to be here. We're coming to you live as we do each week, bringing you the latest in all things outdoors and overlanding. The live show contains listeners, so join us with your comments and questions. Here we go. No pros, just bros on this show. Now we have we have uh, we've changed up the the show a little bit. We've streamlined everything and uh, putting everything on the Overland Podcast um, Facebook page and the Overland Podcast YouTube channel. So it may be a little bit hard for people to listen to us live. Uh, Amy told me the other day on Saturday when they came by, she said, "I'm not getting notifications about the show anymore." I said, "Well, you got to go to the Overland." podcast and like that and that way you'll get uh, notifications about it so anyway yeah. it's going to be a little bit of a little bit of a process here we may uh we may not have a whole lot of live watchers uh this week uh like we did last week but hey that's okay uh it's out there and we're putting it out there and we're sharing it and so hopefully people will join us if they don't we're gonna have some we're gonna have fun just me and you anyways that's all right it's all good yeah it's all good Ask a good. question though. If y'all if y'all are on here watching, ask them questions. Ask We're, questions. We're gonna talk about some diesel heaters. Ask, ask away. Yeah. Well, um, we got several people watching live on Instagram. Logic right Overland on. is actually watching live. What's up, Nuh-uh. guys? Yeah, hey, hey. we don't get those comments. But let me tell you, we've already told everybody what we're drinking. This right here, what I'm making right here, Muddy Mary. Muddy so if Mary. you haven't tried Muddy Mary, it is um, it is a medium roast, serious gourmet coffee. It has uh, let's see, what does this have? Oh, mix of coconut, chocolate, and vanilla notes. That's what I'm talking vanilla about. notes. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Have you tried you some Muddy Mary yet? Hey, you still stuck on Canyon Craig? Oh man, I'm gonna be stuck on Canyon Craig forever. But but I, to answer your question, I think I have tried. I think I had one of the sample packs of the Muddy Mary. Yeah, yeah, I think I had one of those one time. So. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I have not found one of them that I don't like yet. And so if you haven't tried any of I, the Logic Overland Coffee, you need to try it because it's all good. Every bit of just, it. Uh, just throw just throw a dart. You can't fire Kenny because it don't matter. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the kids, when I walk around school every morning, the kids are like, who is that on your, on your <laughs> cup right there? And I said, this is my uncle Kenny. <laughs> and, uh, he makes coffee and you should try it. Tell your parents it's called logic overland. And get you yeah. Coffee. Tell your parents to get you some coffee and get you. Oh my goodness. On caffeine. Oh, well, uh, I have been, uh, I have been out of the ordinary staying home a lot uh in the past couple weekends you know it happens about this time of year uh mm-hmm. the weather is a complete level of suck that yeah. is you know during the rest of the year it's almost like the middle of Ju- the opposite of july in arkansas it's just horrible rain cold misery uh you experienced it a couple weekends ago dude uh, it, well that but like just like last week it was 71 here on thursday and mm-hmm. then crappy and rainy all weekend hey chris 
Chris, welcome to the show. Chris, uh, Marler yeah, Equipment, we... if you have some gigantor equipment you need worked on, Chris is the man. Oh, uh, if you stuff. have regular equipment that needs worked on, he can probably tell you how to fix it. Uh, so, Richard Brown, appreciate you being on here, Thousand Trails yeah. and More. Uh, according to Matt's post, it's probably only going to be like a 900 trails and more because a bunch yeah, of yeah, holy cow, that thing. Yeah, there um, was a there, yeah. Matt made a post on uh, Natural State Overland today about a lot of trails being closed in Arkansas. So, um, anyway, uh, may want to go check that out. But yeah, anyway, that's not going to stop us from going out. It may stop us from going to uh, a few places, but it's not going to stop us from going out. But um, anyway. Uh, welcome to the Oki Overland Studios. Uh, for all your uh, overland needs, please visit oki-overland.com or visit them in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They can help you out. Uh, Tate and Kyle know everything that there is to know. And if they don't know it, they'll make it up and make you believe that they know it. So that's, check them out. That's exactly right. Uh, man, we got quite a few people on uh, Instagram. We appreciate you all being here. Responsible stewardship love those people um yep they actually get out and do cleanups and and uh, organize cleanups all around the united states and they are real heavy into the backpacker hiking community and would really love to get them involved in the overlanding community uh, unlike I'll get here. unlike the tread lightly people who all they do is take your money and want you to do tread lightly stuff. The responsible stewardship people actually organize cleanups and do something about it instead of other So I love them. If you, mm. if you know if you have never heard of them, look them up, give them a follow, support them. Good people. Good people. Right on. Ah man, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Well, here we are in the middle of winter. And um it's been it's been a heck of a winter so far. We've had some super cold weather. Um, yeah, that that yeah. stretch there in January was nuts. And I think we're going to get some more. I heard next week it's going to be going to be uh, maybe get some uh, winter weather up in northwest Arkansas. Really? Yes. Sorry to tell you about that, buddy. I haven't heard that, yeah. bro. You heard it here. That government heard it here. World premiere. World premier weather. Sorry, I've never been to meteorology school, but I guarantee you, I can get it as close as they can. So, whatever. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So anyway, um, 
we've had the cold we've had the cold and we've endured the cold and we actually have some things planned where we're actually going to go out and experience the cold get out in it and do that so how do you do that how do you stay warm now years ago i was a mr buddy heater fan i mean i had one of every kind uh the one that sits on top of the 20 pound tank that blows real hard i had one of those i had the had the big light thing that had a top on top of it. I had a dual one. I still got the dual one. I put it in my deer stand when I'm deer hunting because I only yeah. have to heat a four by four box. Um, and my dad has one because his feet get cold. So you know, I, I've I, got I, I've got several. Like a buddy. I, I mean, yeah. Like I, buddy. I actually still prefer to use my buddy heater, the one that sits on top of the propane tank. Yeah, I actually prefer to use that out in the shop. It works well it just, and it yeah. puts off a lot of heat um, and you don't have to have any power sources or anything like that for it. So, but yeah. the problem that I had, you know, years and years ago when I was ground tenting in Colorado was that we were sleeping at 9,000 feet and the oxygen is really thin. And a lot of times it didn't want to work. Uh -uh. Um, you have to vent your tent really well. We actually had to sleep with the windows open in order for it to get enough oxygen flow. And if you don't have a fan, that's circulating the oxygen, it will burn up all the oxygen in a tent with the windows open. And so you have to deal with that. And um, a few years ago, um, busting into the Overland community was the diesel heaters. Now, I found out when I did a little research for today that the diesel heaters have actually been around for about 40 years. I know that. Okay. I, no I didn't know it either. had no idea. Uh, apparently, uh, the, the Germans um started it figured it out created it and the chinese have copied it and um boy have they copied it and i'm telling you there's a million different ones out there now and they've the 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 bad thing is is the quality has went down just a little bit mm, but the good yeah. thing is is that the price has come down significantly but if because if you check the the prices on the german heaters and the Chinese heaters. If you buy a German built diesel heater, you're going to be paying more than $2,000. Yeah. And we looked earlier and we'll talk about it. You can get a diesel heater ready to go off Amazon for almost the same price as a buddy heater, about mid $80. So it uh, depends on what you want. And uh, we're going to talk about it, talk about all the different kinds. And, um, and uh, talk about the prices and the pros and the cons. Um, now, you and I both run diesel heaters. Correct? Mm -hmm. You yes, have recently changed your diesel heater. You actually had a Chinese in a box. Yeah, uh, I had a beaver. And you uh, completely changed it up at Oki Overland. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Kyle, Kyle said, hey, man, bring that over and let's, uh, let's level it up. Okay, so what they did was they took it out of the case that it came in and they made mm -hmm. it where it would fit in a front runner box, correct? So with yes, the tall lid, with the tall I, lid, you can stack it and it works perfect. Actually, I, and I have fine tuned that now and I went back, I was able to eliminate the tall lid and go to the regular lid wow. and get everything inside. The the hose that goes up into my tent. Even the, the cord, hose. The few, even the hose. Yep. And... And I got my owner's manual so I can read any codes that pops up. Mm -hmm. I got a filter. I mean, a yeah. funnel. 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 
Mm-hmm. And we got this little doohickey right here. Uh, yes, we will talk about that doohickey if you don't know what that is and uh, how cool that is here in just a little bit. So I want to I want to talk about since we're talking about um, the different types of diesel heaters, I want to bring in uh, to the stage my other screen. Yeah. Uh, so these are the different types that you'll have. Uh, the first one is one that's like in a case. Uh, it's uh, what do you call it? It's like a Pelican tile style case yeah. um, with an external tank. Uh, yeah. You've got the square ones that are pretty much just square. You got the tall ones. Found this one today, and I'm really impressed with this, and we're going to talk about this one here in just a little bit. It's a suitcase style that's completely square. I really like that. Um and uh, the way that that's made. And also, these are the new the new ones from H Calorie that are uh, small, uh, but they're made more like a, it's not a Pelican case. It's more like a, uh, what would you call that? Like a suitcase. I don't know. But well, I mean, it's, it's a modified Pelican case. Yeah, modified. Kind of, kind of. And then you got uh, these square ones like this, which these are probably the most popular ones out there. That's just like the ones that I had uh, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you've got the tall, skinny ones. Uh, uh, so you have a whole lot of different types, shapes, sizes, whatever. And uh, they pretty much all work the same way. And then you have the ones like what you have, which I don't have a picture of that fits in the front runner box. Now, this is uh, a little picture about how the diesel heater works and all the different things that go you have where the air goes in where the fuel goes in um the combustion air inlet the exhaust air outlet the control unit blah 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 and where the air goes out heat exchanger combustion chamber so this is kind of how it's made this is the inner workings of it now the problem that i have had in the past with the ones that i've had is that the way that this is designed the combustion air inlet and the exhaust outlet are on the bottom. And I will share with you why that is an issue if you don't have one of these. And you might want to think about that when before you purchase one. Because that's kind of a deal. That's kind of a kind of an ordeal. Kind of. There are a lot of different brands that are out there. Uh, the most popular one, probably because of Amazon, is Vivor. Uh, V-E-V-O-R is probably the most popular one that people uh Planar. Uh, P-L-A-N-A-R um, is one. LF Bros, uh, which uh, we just showed one up there, and we'll show that. The H-Calorie, there's a million different Chinese ones. Um, if you just do Chinese or diesel heater on Amazon, it'll, it'll give you a million different kinds. Yep. And then, and then if you are savvy enough with your hands and you can read probably the most complicated instructions ever written on the planet you can diy one you can just order all the parts put one together yourself good luck um good luck they come all of these come with like an instruction manual it drove me insane uh, i just could not figure it out what they were calling things how you set up things if you buy one that's already put together in its own case it's pretty much ready to go out of the box and you yep. don't have to do nothing to it. And I promise you it's worth every penny. Now you and I are probably going to have a pretty good list of, I want to talk about the advantages and the disadvantages of the diesel heater. Uh, 
Um, I've made a pretty, pretty exhaustive list of the advantages and disadvantages from my standpoint and from actually using one. And uh, you probably have a lot more to throw in there, but I kind of want to get into that uh, because that's going to be the bulk of the show. Um, and then talking about our recommendations on if you don't have one, the kind that you should purchase if you don't have one, because uh, I promise you it is a much better much, much better and safer way to heat your tent and area if you're camping in the cold. And I agree, Richard. Uh, he said YouTube is your best friend for learning about these things. There are so many YouTube videos about setups, about putting one together. If you want a DIY one, uh, I would highly recommend YouTube because there's guys out there who know electrical stuff. They can read Chinese, apparently. Um, and, you know, they have figured out how to do these things. So they've done the work for you. YouTube is your friend on just about everything. I swear um, you could rebuild a Chevrolet engine just by YouTube. I promise. I know you. it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. That's um, how, that's how I learned to replace that part on Arla's Jeep here a while back. It was well, it's also how you re learn to replace a bunch of parts on my Toyota as well. Cause we went out there yeah. tore stuff apart and then watch YouTube on how to put it back together. And we did it. I, yep. I, I had, and it's I one of those able... things where it worked and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that actually freaking worked. <laughs> You know, it's and we just didn't a, have to spend wow. the night at a holiday inn. Yeah. 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 Hey, I, I just, like just, uh, when you get to it, if you want to, I did upload a picture of, uh, my, my setup. All right. I do want to talk about that. Um, because we have talked about the types and the recommendations. So you do have a picture of yours on here and it is at the, but is it, I did an overlay. Uh, okay, it's not. It's not. Is it's it not, not done for me? It's not working. It may. It's, it may not be done. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. And the Overland Podcast. You can learn everything you need to hear. Thank you, Rich. <laughs> Appreciate it. So here's my here's my here's my list of advantages. See if you agree with me, Tony, and uh, you may have some of your own. All right. One of one of my favorite things about having a diesel heater compared to having a buddy heater and i could go on and on about this for days having a climate control with the remote oh my gosh it is the best now i know you've had some remote issues mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be one of my disadvantages that i will talk about later but having that remote when it works having that remote and being able to have the actual machine outside on the ground and you sit up there and able to turn it up, turn it down, or turn it off, turn it on with just a click of a button. Yep. That is gold. Yeah. If you have at any time during your career had a buddy heater inside your rooftop tent and not got much sleep because you're afraid you're going to set the stupid thing on fire, you have such a peace about you having this thing outside on the ground, having a remote, being able to turn it up, turn it down. That's right. Love it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I absolutely love the remote and the issue that I had was it, it, well, I may be jumping ahead. I don't know if you, is it, uh, having a little bit of technical difficulty trying to upload that picture, but okay. Well, that's all right. Yeah. So, um, another advantage of the, uh, of the diesel. Yeah. And they're small. That could be a disadvantage if you lose stuff, you know, yeah. hook it somewhere, <laughs> hook it onto something. 
You see on the uh, back of mine? Velcro. Stick it I on. I put people. Velcro. I yeah, put Velcro. I love that. There. Great idea. Right in there. I actually have some uh, little clips in my tent, and that my um, remote came with a little clip, and I can clip it on there and hang it up so I don't lose it in the bed with me or anything like that. But Velcro is a great idea because I can actually Velcro stuff to my ceiling. And the only problem I have is, is I can't see. And so I have to put my glasses on and make sure I'm hitting the right button. Because if I turn it off, bad, bad deal. Bad. Oh, I just I just go like yeah. this until I find what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, another advantage that I love is it actually has a blower on it. So it actually blows the air and doesn't heat the air where it just sits in one place and it has to travel itself. So you don't have to have another fan to circulate the air. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love the air coming in and you can put it where you want. You can put it high. You can put it low. You can put it at your feet. You can put it at the side. If you have a lot of windows, you pick out where you want it to come in, blow on you, blow around you, whatever you want. But I love that the air blows around you. Um, I love that it uses dry heat and yeah. does not put moisture in the air that will uh, produce mold like the other heaters so i love that um that's one of the worst things about a rooftop tent is condensation and so it helps actually dry the heat dry the tent out while you're sleeping because a lot of times we wake up and everything's soaked so uh that's that's great also it does not put uh any co2 in your air um if you use a buddy heater a buddy heater will actually put CO2 in the air. It has a CO2 sensor. And if it does use all up all the oxygen up, it will stop. It will not run. Uh, that's happened to me before. Like I said, when we were in Colorado, it used all the oxygen up. We had to sleep with the windows open. And so it, it will not do that because the actual machine is outside and not in your tent with you. So that's cool. They do not have to be vented uh, because they're outside. Um, you know, if you sleep with a buddy heater or a, um, you know, I have a little Covea heater that I take with me everywhere I go as a backup. It's a butane heater, but the tent has to be vented. Um, safety. There's no open flame inside your tent, so you can actually sleep. I know a lot of times you heat up your tent with your little burner from your, uh, uh, my jet bull burner. Jet bull. I, I yeah. have. I've used. But that. you don't leave it on while you're asleep. You just no, turn no, it on no, for no. a minute, heats the tent up, and you go sleep. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's all kind of safety flags there with that. Trying to use it full time. But I, <laughs> I've done I that do before. It. I've done it. I don't, I don't. I don't use it for that. I just, you know, um, I usually don't take my diesel heater with me, and you know, until it gets like below freezing. Yeah. Um, you know, and then my tent is works so well. It keeping me warm. It's got a small volume of air to heat, mm. but uh, you know it, the jet boil does just fine. I'm just sleeping yeah. back, but um, yeah. I, I love not having a flame inside my tent. Mm -hmm. um, so many years we slept with a buddy heater going. It's so hard to control the temperature because even on the lowest setting, and as small as the rooftop tents are, even on the lowest setting. Uh, you'll burn smooth up in there and you'll have to turn it off. And then an hour later, you're freezing to death and you have to wake yeah. up and you have to turn it back on. And then an hour later, you're burning up. And so it was just a constant uh, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Yeah. Um, but without there being a burner inside my tent and I'm not afraid to, to knock it over and burn a hole in, you know, my expensive puffy blanket or just set the whole tent on fire, burn myself or whatever, I sleep better. 
so that that works for me right uh fuel uh fuel diesel is so much more readily available than propane is uh and you can also run kerosene in them which i i think you run kerosene in yours right and what's the advantages for that well so kerosene i mean in my opinion it burns cleaner um you know i like the flexibility of not having to carry uh you know a um a diesel rotopax because yeah. you just buy a gallon of the kerosene at a time at walmart when you go to buy your groceries swing through the the uh, um, sporting goods and grab a gallon mm -hmm. of, of kerosene and it works so well um i mean mine burns so clean you know I, i've never really tested the diesel but i think i told you i did some testing out in the garage Mm -hmm. um here a while back and it was burning clean i didn't have to exhaust you know or ventilate the garage at all mm -hmm. i tested the air quality coming out of it mm -hmm. and it didn't change hardly any uh of the like the ppms yeah. the co2 in the garage yeah it was amazing and one I heard thing i wonder about to, uh, well i was going to say i heard somebody referred to the diesel heater as a instead of a combustion engine they referred to it as a um incinerator right which makes sense because it burns so clean under mm -hmm. the right circumstances so now if they're not if it's not fully efficient and tuned in just right i'm sure it would you know not burn as well you know but anyway so well one of the things you have to worry about you know we're using these things in zero minus temperatures or down below freezing or something like that well diesel has a tendency to gel and so you yeah. have to put additive in there or something like that where it won't that's, gel. Now, I don't think that I don't think the uh, kerosene does that. So you don't have to worry about that. And it'll run cleaner in colder temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read where it, it'll uh, gel below negative 50 or something. I'm not so camping it, in it, that. It, no. Uh -uh, no. No. Because you eventually have to come out. Outside. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just stay in there the whole time. That's no. not that's not what. But I don't take one of them pee jugs up there with me, so I have mm -mm. to come out to go to the bathroom. No, not me. No. <laughs> um, propane heaters are unreliable at high altitudes where oxygen is thin. Uh, diesel heaters work just fine. Mm -hmm. uh, propane heaters have oxygen sensors, and if they fail, they will not work. That has happened to me. Um, I love how efficient the diesel heaters are. They will run for over eight hours on less than one gallon of fuel. And so I have ran mine for up 14 hours on mm -hmm. a tank, which is about a, a gallon and a half. And there was still fuel in there. Um, and so they're very efficient. Uh, they don't use a whole lot of electricity on your, uh, on whatever you're powering it with. Uh, so very efficient. Uh, yeah. That part about. Yeah. I, so the last trip I went on was a couple of weeks ago with, uh, Benji and Michael from, uh, budget overland and mm -hmm. uh, pkv mm -hmm. pkv fruit knives of valor mm -hmm. we um you know so it was i think the low was like upper 30s you know it wasn't wasn't awful but um i i used my heater off and on both nights and my battery my EcoFlow battery um my battery was still like i don't know 70 percent and um i only i burned less than a half a gallon of fuel wow yeah 
That's and, I, and that's because I cycled it. I cycled it. You know, when I get hot, I'd turn it off. And right. Whenever I get when I get cold, I'd wake up and I turn it on. But I cycled it using my remote. Right. So easy. Yeah. So easy. Um. Another thing I like about the diesel heaters is you can do different things with them. You just you don't have to just use them in your tent. One of the things that uh, made me fall in love with them was when we were doing the Enchanted Rockies Trail. And we had been out there for three or four days, really needed a shower, but it was so cold. We got out uh, the shower stuff, opened up the shower tents, turned on the diesel heater, ran it underneath the shower, kept the shower just so warm. It was an amazing, amazing experience. You can't do that with a, with a buddy heater, with an open flame. No, that. that's, that's no. something, uh, something that I want to do someday is, is uh, try that. It's, it works so well because, you know, heat rises. And yeah. if you just put that pipe under there or the heater hose under there, it's it's so nice. Oh, my right. gosh. It is heaven. Uh, now, like I said, you eventually do have to come out. So uh, you take everything in there with you, your clothes, you know, towel, all that stuff. So you're in there where it's warm. But, hey, uh, it, it, it allows you to be comfortable in more than one space. So I do like that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of advantages. I probably didn't think of all of them. Um, but, uh, there are some disadvantages too, I think, um, that I want to go over. I think they're minor, but, uh, some things that we need to discuss. Um, one of the things is they do require a electrical connection where yeah. a buddy heater does not. So you have to have another piece to the puzzle. Um, and if they are not charged, if whatever you're powering it with is not charged to a certain percentage, it will not work. So if mm -hmm. it's starting up and it detects, these things are so sensitive. They're so sensitive electrically. It's It blows my mind how people come up with this stuff. But when it starts the whole process, it can sense the amount of power that's coming in. If it realizes that it's not receiving enough power to come in it will not work it will shut itself right back down and that yeah. happened to me several times that happened to michael uh you know with uh, in the last trip he brought out a brand new heater and we couldn't figure out what was going on with it it mm. was when it was doing the preheat for the glow plug yeah it just wasn't getting warm enough yeah Jarrett with uh, steadfast overland uh one of our good friends from missouri have you ever made s'mores with a buddy heater in your tent <laughs> no no first of all they're messy sticky marshmallows in my sleeping bag or on top of my sleeping bag so no i haven't haven't done that I haven't done that no that'd be sounds interesting. like an interesting story though jared you yeah, i love to, to hear that class. Sometime, yeah. uh, another thing uh they have been known it's it doesn't seem as much lately it seems like they're they're getting better. They've been out, you know, um, it's kind of like you never buy a vehicle the first year it's out because they haven't mm -hmm. worked the bugs out of it yet. Um, when they started producing these three or four years ago, it seemed like there was so many people that said, I got mine out of the box. It worked once. It worked fine. And now it doesn't work. It won't come on. It won't turn off. It won't do this. It won't do that. It seems like a lot of those problems have been alleviated. Um, and the good thing about it is, is if you, uh, you know, they do have electrical issues. It's good. It's going to happen. But the good thing about it is, is if you do buy one on Amazon, you can return anything to Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, send it back. Get another one. They'll send you another one. Psh, Amazon's great. So 
um, you know, it's just one of those things where you just have to figure it out. But it doesn't it doesn't really seem like that happens as much as it used to. Yeah. Uh, anymore. Now, I know you've had an electrical issue. We talked about it earlier. Uh, when you got your swapped over, your remote would not pair. So how did you fix that? How did you remedy that? Yeah. So, um, you know, they have a when you when you sort of figure out what the pairing procedure is because the the uh the owner's manual is very lame at telling you how to do it uh <laughs> you had to, i had to find the find the pairing yeah. procedure on youtube yeah um you know i went through all of that um i thought it was because the battery was bad and they've got this little weird little miniature triple a looking battery mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i ordered a new one of those because you know that's not something you just go in Walmart and buy and I ordered one and it still wouldn't pair. Well, I found, um, you know, usually those, if you want to buy a new remote, it comes packaged with a new controller. And right. I found somebody on uh, eBay that was selling the controller and it had a new remote with it. So um, I just ordered that. It was like 19 bucks, you know, when it came in, mm -hmm. um, you know, I had to, I had to swap the battery cause it didn't come with the battery for the remote. So I swapped mm -hmm. that and, you know, messed around with it and I finally got it paired. And, uh, so far so good. It's working great. Now, was so that think, a plug and play thing where you could take the, the one out and just undo a clip and plug it in and stick it on there and it worked? Huh? Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah, it is actually a plug-and-play situation. So here's the old one. Mm-hmm. Got the Velcro on the back, but it's just yep. this little it's just a little screw on connection. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so now I've got a spare. The controller still works. So but what it I'm thinking just about doesn't doing, have a remote. Right. Okay. Right. But what I'm thinking about doing is splicing this and lengthening it and just mounting this permanent inside my tent with some Velcro. Hmm. And just leaving the pigtail to where I can just I wonder if you can get an extension cable for that. Huh. Possibly. Yeah. They make just I mean, about everything these days, you know. I mean, it's just a three <laughs> it's just a three three conductor wire, you know, it's yeah. just hmm. So, yeah. Never know. Be. Something to tinker with. Um another another disadvantage uh that's really not a disadvantage because you have to deal with this with with propane too, is when it gets down to a certain temperature, uh, diesel may gel. Well, I've had propane bottles freeze on me too, where they just, you know, you can't even shake them anymore. You know, they're full, but you can't get anything out of them. 
Um, and so I've had to deal that deal with that as well. So it, it seems like the remedy for that is if it's going to be down around zero degrees, somewhere in there, use kerosene instead of um, diesel. And that will take care of that. Or they make additive. Or. 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 You get one made into a, a, a front row right. box. Where That's right. Diesel. Tell us how that works. Tell so, us how okay. Works. What's what's really cool about this, and I've uploaded the picture now. I think it. I think I got it to work, right? Okay. So, um, if you take a look, um, yep. you see the, the tank there inside. Tank is right. inside the box. Inside the box, right? So, mm -hmm. when, you, when you fire this thing up, you put the lid on, you make your connections and everything, and it's working away. Well, it is also building heat inside the box. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to run kerosene or even diesel with additive when it's inside this box and the lid on it because it gets up to, I think, what did I tell you? I shut it off at 100 degrees inside the box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was like 100 or 105 degrees inside the box. I had a I had a set of these little Bluetooth temperature sensors and I put one inside the box and put the lid on it and I had it running on a high and it got up to like a hundred and some odd degrees in there. So what that means is, I mean, I'm sure that's based on the ambient temperature. It was in the garage mm -hmm. when I was running it and it was, you know, like 50, 60 degrees in the garage. So that's a 50 degree, 50, 60 degree swing. Mm-hmm from whatever the outside ambient temperature is. So if it's zero degrees inside the box, theoretically is still going to be 40 or 50 degrees, which is, hmm. you know, so there's so another. If you have one that, that has the tank mounted inside the box, you're probably producing enough heat inside its container in order to keep the fuel from gelling. If you have one like mine, which is like a suitcase style where the tank is on the exterior, you don't get that. So yeah, that is definitely an advantage of having one. That's on the yeah. Side. I mean, the other thing, uh, you know, I'm not sure if it's the tank so much as chilling is the fuel line, you know, and the, uh, the fuel yeah. line on, it's really small. Yeah. It, it's really small and it's a little bit more exposed. I think on some of those, the metal units, mm -hmm. uh, to the outside air. So, okay. I don't know. My theory. Hello, Gal Galen is joining us from South Dakota. Man, you're South way up there. And I, bet I bet it's cold up there. My goodness. Ew. Oh, my goodness. So, Galen, what are you doing up there? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let it snow. No, no, let us know. That's what he what said. Doing, he said let it snow. No, this is not frozen. You got to let it go, Joey. Um, another thing that you uh, disadvantage is, you, if, is if you have one that's not waterproof, you have to figure out what to do because it's going to rain. Uh, it may rain. It may freezing rain. It may do something. So you have to kind of keep it out of the weather. If you have one like Tony that's in a pack, you don't have to worry about it. It can do whatever, and it's just fine. Um, mine is uh, completely enclosed. Even the um, – is your controller on the inside of the box or is it on the outside? Yes. No, it's on See, the My inside. controller's on the inside as well. The remote works even with the – the controller on the inside of the box, which I think that's cool. Yes. Um, so that works. Uh, so Galen said he's up there for work. So thank you for joining uh, us on your work trip, Galen. Yeah. Um, another thing is they're very complex. The instructions are, I mean, they will make you punch your mom in the face. I mean, they're just awful. They're awful uh, having to deal with. So 
if you if yeah. you're not familiar with one if you are not a elect, electrical engineer uh, i would get one that's ready to go so some are funky shaped and this this is one of the things that i've had to deal with the things that i've had um some of them are, are some of them are not shaped very well in order to pack them if you have a small vehicle with limited space um it is uh i swear they're just made weird like okay i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you this one a lot of things you may not think about a lot of things you might not think about okay so i love this one i love this one but those little rails that are on the top you can't pack any plastic case on there without it flying off there and killing your dog if you go around the corner too fast um you know yeah. uh, it's just when they think about it okay yeah we made some handles for you to be able to move it okay that's cool i like that i like to be able to see the amount of fuel from the outside i like that but in order to transport this i have to put it somewhere inside and it just doesn't stack well mm -hmm. um the this one right here it's tall skinny what do you do with that it's really hard to figure out where to put that it's a little piece of the puzzle that just makes it where it's it's just not very congruent to being able to stack this one has a top handle on the top of it it's just like when i had my jackery they were made so weird that you couldn't put them anywhere they had that weird round handle on the top it had to sit on top of things it mine started out anything on bottom of it. Do what? Yeah, my, my mine started out looking like that one. That's that's what I mean my the Viver. Yeah, the like Viver version of that one. Um, and this is what mine looks like, and it is awful to be able to transport. Um, it's just not very conducive to. Oh yeah, you can stack this here and put this there and stack this here because if you have a smaller vehicle with limited space like I do, you've got a you've got to maximize every single piece of space that you have. And mm -hmm. it's, it just doesn't make it easy on you. So that's one of the yeah. big drawbacks for me when I'm looking for something like that, when I'm looking for anything that I'm going to be able to put in my vehicle and carry with me, it's got to be small. It's got to be packable. It's got to be square ish in order to either go in something or be able to be stacked on something. And some of those are just not. And so you gotta, you gotta think about that. Um, if you have an external tank that does not seal well, you have to find a place to haul the fuel. And so you have come up, you have discovered this, uh, this cap that people need to know about. Yeah. If you have a, if you have something like this, it allows it to breathe, but it doesn't allow it to leak. Yeah. And Tate, so Tate was telling me about these, um, this, this is a little modification that I did. You know, it's basically like a little tire valve, uh, mm -hmm. your Schrader valve on your tire. You, you just unscrew the cap and then it'll breathe that way when you're using it. When you pack it up, you just screw that back on. But the problem with these, when they come right out of the box, is they've got a breather hole right there. Mm. And so that, that allows um, air to go in during consumption when you're using it, mm -hmm. keeps that vacuum lock from happening. And the side effect of that is it leaks when you're going down the road mm -hmm. and gets fuel everywhere. But if you put this little doohickey on right here, mm. drill a hole, you screw that on there. It fixes nice. Like I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, 
Another thing is you need to figure out, figure out your setup. Before you go, before you do anything, you have to figure out your setup. Where are you going to input your hose? How are you going to power it? And then the man issue that you have to deal with is, is your hose long enough? Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh, something that a lot of us have dealt with our whole lives. Um, but yeah. I have had this issue before where I've got out there and I set my hose, I set my heater on the ground. I went to run my hose and it would not go up to my tent. And so I had to go out rummaging through the woods and find rocks and blocks and make this pack of stuff and stack it on top of there in order for my hose to be able to reach. So test that, see how long of a hose that you need and make sure that you do that. Test it out before you go. So you have to figure out your setup. You put yours in the back of your vehicle and then you don't have to have such a very long hose. Man, I don't have to do anything with it. It goes right on the left side, right on top of my deck drawer system. I've got the roof rack or the bed rack up there and I've got a shovel mounted to the bottom side of it. So I have the space below the shovel on and on top of the deck system that this front runner pack fits perfect. It just slides right there. I can put a strap over it. It stays there. When I get to camp, I unstrap it, pull it down, take the lid off, get the stuff out. And then it sets right back where it, where it rides mm -hmm. and I plug it in and, it's all good. Everything, I love that. Yeah. That, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so cool. Um, I have to set mine on the ground. I usually set it right behind uh, the back tire up underneath um, where my spare tire and trash bag are. So it keeps the rain and stuff off of it. And then I just run my hose up through the back. But um, you just have to figure it out. Everybody's yeah. different. Everybody's setup is different. Everybody's tent is different. So you have to set Figure out where your power is going to come from, how long your hose has got to be, where you're going to run your hose, which um, end you're going to run your hose in, because are you going to run it in your uh, at your head or at your feet or, or yeah. wherever? So you have to figure out your setup. So you kind of have to deal with that. It's not just like sitting a heater down at your feet. Uh, yeah. You have to you have to figure all that out. So um, it's 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 a little bit more complicated, but it works really well. And I'm getting ready to change up my wiring on mine. So the way it the way it connects is with the regular, uh huh, you know, twelve volt outlet and then a SAE plug on the other end. Right, right. Well, I'm getting ready to add an SAE outlet by um, uh -huh. where my pump switch is for your water. For the water, I'm uh -huh. going to add an outlet there, and I'm going to make a different cord that's got these on both ends. Mm-hmm. That's shorter than this. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna run it off of my truck battery. Nice. Because the other thing is when it gets really cold, what are those portable batteries? You know, where are you gonna keep that portable battery right warm? Right. Warm. Is it is that cold a consideration for those? Or weather? So it, is for the it is for the lithium. It is for the lithium. The lithium do not like cold, they do not like hot. So um yeah. they do run down pretty quickly. So uh that's, that's a good idea, um, you know, figuring out your setup. Uh, Michael Pruitt, Pruitt and Isles of Valor, we talked about you a while ago, Michael, and it was not good. Michael, I'm sorry. <laughs> so make sure you listen earlier to the show um, because Tony said it. Tony said how bad you were. Um, but anyway, yes, Tony yeah. said he's, he, he got you taken care of. Uh, <laughs> anyway, check out Pruitt and Isles of Valor on Instagram and everywhere else. He's even on uh, TikTok, I think. Yeah. Um, 
one major advantage that I have discovered on a lot of these, uh, I noticed that they changed it up on yours, and I love that, is that um, on most of the exhaust and the input comes through the bottom. And so I got mine thinking that I could just set it on a table or I could just set it on a tailgate or something like that. You can't do that uh, because a lot of this stuff comes out the bottom and you have to figure out something to put it on um, in order for that to work. And that's just a, it's a pain in the butt. Now the new one that I have in the suitcase model is, Uh, if you buy one that is like this, like um, the the two hoses that you have, the input uh, where it sucks the air in and the exhaust go through the bottom. And so that's why they have the feet that are on the bottom of these. And so it's a pain to put those on there and then try to set it up and the hoses stay on there like they're supposed to. It's a pain. Yeah. Um, so think about that. That's something that you need to know that I did not know when I first purchased mine. And, uh, I, I did not like that. Uh, I hated having to deal with that. So that is one major disadvantage of that particular style. I have a, I have a tip on how to make that work. So right. if you, if you pull that picture back up of the, and we, the one that has the, on your setup there, the last one, the exploded view. Uh, the one like what I have? Oh, well, the very last picture in, the, in that uh, group. This one. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't see. It see. shows. It shows the exhaust outlet and the combustion air inlet being on the bottom. Yeah, so see where it says the ceramic glow element? Ceramic glow. It's it's right in the center. Yes, Basically, I do. I see that's that. the freeze plug. Well, mm -hmm. so the, the the tip is you can rotate these burner units ninety degrees one way or the other if you want to, you know, if you buy the kit, you know, mm -hmm. not the fully symbol units, you can rotate these to where those outputs, you know, that are on the bottom, you can rotate them to the side. But the key is you have to make sure the glow plug is um make sure i'm not so you got to make sure the glow plug is up okay um there's there's a cap that comes off that unit and there's little rubber plugs and you you can switch the 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 little pigtail for the glow plug from one side to the other Oh, that's a good, that's a good so, tip. So that's the tip is like it's, it's got to be it. Uh, a couple more that you have to really be careful of is you have to make sure uh, if your remote does not work, it's complicated. Um, and having to deal with the face or the actual main brain of that thing is super complicated. It's a pain. And a lot of times the buttons are not labeled and mm -hmm. you can't figure out what does what. Um, so if your remote does not work, it's very complicated. So that is a disadvantage to me. And if you well, run out of fuel, they're really hard to get started again. Um, oh, yeah. That was the biggest problem you, we had in West Virginia. West Virginia, you ran yours out of fuel. And that was getting ran it going again was fuel. tough. That was tough. Yeah. Yeah, so. And at the time, I didn't know there was a procedure for priming the fuel line. Right. You know, but my 
procedure was to just try to start it 27 times in a row and it finally <laughs> primed on its own, you know, which it worked. Right, right. That's right. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's, here's my recommendations. If you want a diesel heater, if you are in the market for one, here's my recommendations. Pick ones that pick one that fits your style, your shape, and your price. Okay, let's do this one more time. Here we go. I'm going to bring this back up. This is the planar, uh, planar heater. This is one that's made by planar. I believe you can get these at Overland Addict. I think they're on sale right now for $1,369. Um, I don't understand why they are so much. I don't know if they have uh, a German heater in them or a Chinese heater. I don't, I don't know, but I do know that these are the bougie of the heaters okay 1369 dollars and that is on sale they're normally about 1800 dollars uh the lf growth mm. these have just came out uh they haven't been out very long maybe six months or so 249 uh is what these are they look cool if that's the style you want go for it um uh this is the tall lf bros these are 229 um, one of these, one of the things you need to notice on these is that instead of it having a, um, uh, a wire that comes out or a plug that you can plug in, it actually has the bare wires that you actually hook to the bottom. If you see the two, the red and the black. So you actually have to hook bare wires on the outside of that. So if that is actually in the weather, that could be an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, this one, uh, is from H calorie. I really like this one. You can control it from your phone. You can also control it from the remote. Uh, it is completely square, has wheels if you want to haul it around. Cause uh, you know, I have used mine in my garage before I don't just use it, but it's, it's only 16 inches long, 12 inches wide, 12 inches tall. So it's not as big as what you think the picture is. These are 189, uh, 185 on Amazon right now. So pretty decent price on those. This is the H calorie um, that a lot of people are going to right now. This has the external um, uh, fuel tank on it. Uh, they're really compact, really small. Uh, you do, there is some uh, uh, installation stuff that are, or you have to set up. There is some setup with these. Um, you have to mount the fuel tank on it. You have to mount the fuel tank and you also have to put on you have to take out the exhaust and the and the intake on it, put them on each time. And I think there is a thing that holds those in place. Uh, these actually around two hundred twenty dollars, but there's a coupon and they're on sale right now, making them one nineteen on Amazon. That's the cheapest we could find. Um, these are ninety nine dollars. These are pretty much standard um, if you want to get one that's pretty cheap. But you can even go cheaper than that with the tall uh slender vivor and these right now are 89 dollars. so they're about five more dollars than uh a propane buddy heater so now, now uh, are these two two kilowatt five eight what what size uh this two? one this one was a two kilowatt um which i wouldn't get one much more than that the fives are just overbearing to me they put out so much heat <laughs> um, gosh, they, I mean, you could heat you could heat a whole house with the five kilowatts. Some people eight. have an eight. Is yours mine's an eight? A, mine's an eight. Oh well, I didn't. It's because you know, whenever I made up my mind to buy one, 
the eight KW is the only thing that was in stock. Everybody had bought up the fives yeah. on the yeah. There for a while, they were there weren't any out there. So um, I was like, well, okay, so it's a little overkill for what I'm doing. Yeah, and it, that may be why I have to turn it off and on so many times every night because it gets cars <laughs> and the devil's armpit in my tent. Oh yeah, no kidding, because you you are running a uh, lot of heat, a lot yeah. of heat in there. Yeah. Um, there are so many out there. Uh, and most of them are exactly the same. Just depends on what shape you want, um, what style you want, um, and how much you want to spend. So um, the kits that are out there, Okie Overland, um, uh, I think they are three, four hundred dollars, something like that. Uh, if you want them to take what you've got and put it into a case, like Tony, uh, those if that's what you want, then they can do that for you. They also have some of the other ones, so you can check. Yeah, them. I mean, if you if you already use on a regular basis, the front runner packs in your, in your setup and you stack them in the garage. I highly recommend this setup from, mm -hmm. from Oki Overland. Cause you just, you just stack it with the other ones in your garage. It, it stacks good. There's no extra case. You and know, I, I would, I'm impressed with how clean that is on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, that looks like the inside of your Jeep right there. It's so clean and organized and, and uh, yeah. just so pretty. I yeah. swear it's just so nice. I love it. Yeah. Um, figure out your setup. This is my recommendations again. Figure out your setup, where you will set it up, run your hose, how you will power it. You need to know all that before you go. Don't figure that out when you're in the middle of nowhere and it's fixing the sun's fixing to go down. It's fixing to be zero degrees. You don't want to figure all that out. You so don't want to be tinkering with it when your fingers are frozen. No. Um, get an insulated hose. Uh, a lot of people just use uh, RV poop hoses. They're not insulated. Get an insulated hose. They work so much better because if you have to run it for uh, very long, for 8, 9, 10 feet from the ground up to your tent, it's going to cool off a lot before it gets to you. So get an insulated hose. You know, I've been following some of the forums, and somebody was saying that some of those, uh, the the plastic ones will put off a an odor when they get hot to a certain mm -hmm. temperature they'll put mm -hmm. off like a i don't know what they like a toxic smell and maybe maybe not toxic but it just smells yeah. you know like burnt plastic or something it smells like it should be a crapper hose yeah because that's what it is hmm. i don't know and i would also recommend um if you don't know how you're going to put it inside your tent um the guys at Oki overland have this little contraption that Tony's going to show you where you can zip it up in your zipper and it will actually hold it in place. So that actually goes around your zipper and you just zip it from either side and it has a vent where you can direct it up or down yeah. and it will hold it in place and works very well. This, this little groove all the way around is you bring the zipper up to it right here, bring the other zipper up to it. And then the, the unzipped part of the zipper rides in the groove right there. So, you know, Still on the, the outside, outside, yeah, on the outside, your hose connects on on this side, and then on the inside, you still have full the full ability to rotate that piece mm -hmm. inside the tent and point it whichever way you want. Really nice. Yeah, really nice. Um, the only thing that you have to do is make sure that zip tight because if your zipper slips a little bit and that falls to the ground, you're gonna not be very happy. You're gonna have to put clothes on and go outside. Yeah, you're not going to be very happy. Um, so make sure you get an insulated hose. Make sure your hose is long enough. 
Make sure your hose is long enough for where you're going to set it to where you're going. Constant struggle. Constant struggle. Um, Make sure you get one with a remote. That is so, so vital. You can control it with your phone or with a remote, whatever, but make sure you get one with your remote. Just like. You need one of those too. Need one of those. So you can tighten the hose clamps. Don't get a Phillips or none of that. Get a nut driver. Mm -hmm. Nut driver. Quarter inch, quarter inch nut driver. Yeah. Slap some Velcro on it so that you can put it inside your front runner case and know where it's at at all times. <laughs> uh, order some industrial strength Velcro from Amazon. That way you can cut whatever you want. It is man's best friend, that and the padded double-sided tape. Yeah. You'll use it, I promise. Yeah. Um, test it before you go to make sure it works. Michael Pruitt. Michael. Test it before <laughs> you go to make sure it works. Uh, yeah. And that way you don't have to freeze to death. Uh, so anyway, some have issues right out of the box. There's not many, but some do. Uh, so, you know, they're very complicated machines. If, you know, if you, if you saw, if you saw, um, yeah, sorry, buddy. Um, if, if you saw the beginning of the show, we talked about this. Um, there used to be a lot of them that had a lot of issues. They fixed a lot of that, but a lot of times. But if you saw the picture of the inside, here we go. This is the picture of the inside. That is a complicated piece of machinery that's packed into that one little deal. Um, the minds that create these, uh, uh, it's they're they're way so far so far beyond me. Uh, I just can't I can't understand it, but. Anyway, test it before you go. Make sure it works. Make sure you have enough fuel. You don't want to run out of fuel. Make sure you have a battery that is completely charged because it will not work if it's not charged. Have fun. Stay warm. Uh, It will be one of the best things you've ever done. I promise. If you don't test it before, be sure to bring plenty of extra layers. That's true. Uh, Richard says, don't be picking on the guy who beats up things with a hammer and changes shapes. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. True. That's a good point. So if, uh, (laughs) the next time we're camping and y'all see me with a knife stuck in the side of my head, you'll know that Michael Pruitt did it. Uh, Tony, the MacGyver Chris, (laughs) that is so true. Hey, so true. I mean, I bought, I bought a roll of it. Hey, I bought like a 25 foot roll of it. It'll last me the rest of my life. Yeah, so we're I getting some testimonials time. coming in now. People that have had issues with batteries, hoses, things like that. So it's not just me that has had issues with them. There's other people out there. So uh, test it before you go. I promise you will love it. And they are so affordable right now that um, that you really don't have an excuse not to get one because they are um readily available there's so many different ones out there and they're cool um so yeah if you have any more questions shoot us an email professor bats and friends at gmail.com or you can check out our website at professor really appreciate everybody joining us this was fun i love talking about gear like this because I do too. gear is near Dude, this to is my heart it is. It's near to near to my heart too, and this has been a wildly popular topic the last few weeks. It so, has. It really has. Well, that's because it's, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold, and yeah. we haven't even got to the coldest month of the year yet. So we haven't. No, February is the worst. 
It's always the worst. I promise. Well, it's like February 6th. I know. We're in the worst month right now. Oh. Wow. Everybody out there, thank you for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful week. On behalf of myself and the Tony. Hey. Hope you have a <laughs> great week. We'll be back same bat time, same bat channel next week. Till then, what's up for number one? Don't step at number two.